WVIK Quad Cities NPR is here for you, keeping you connected to the world by bringing the world to your home. Even in extraordinary times, we're committed to bringing you the accurate information you need and the beautiful music and compelling stories you count on to help lighten your load. We're here when you need us because you've been there for us. Thank you for your continued support of WVIK. Good morning. For WVIK News, I'm Herb Tricks. The name of Rockland County State's Attorney Dora Villarreal will appear on the Democratic primary ballot in March. That was a ruling announced on Tuesday by the county's electoral board overruling several objections. Following these rulings and some earlier this month for other candidates, there'll be four names on the Democratic primary ballot for State's Attorney. Villarreal, Calvin Dane, Herb Schultz, and Ron Stratt. Local committees are hoping to increase participation in the census and when it takes place this year. As Iowa Public Radio's Grant Gerlach reports, the population count is used to set funding for several federal programs. Dozens of Iowa communities have set up complete count committees to tell residents about the 2020 census, how to fill out the form, and why it matters. Alex Hassel leads the Des Moines Committee, which she says includes around 50 groups reaching out to communities that were undercounted in 2010. Hassel says the federal government divides more than $675 billion in funding based on population. An accurate count ensures Iowa receives its fair share. Medicaid and SNAP and Section 8 housing vouchers, National School Lunch Program, these programs are critical for our communities. So we need an accurate count to make sure that those funding levels reflect the needs of our community. Hassel says the Census Bureau is still hiring workers who will finish the count by going door-to-door starting in May. In Polk County, the hourly wage recently went up to $22.50 an hour to help fill the jobs. I'm Grant Gerlach, Iowa Public Radio News. The Illinois Emergency Management Agency, along with other state agencies, is encouraging Illinois residents to be prepared for emergencies this year. The agencies cite the National Weather Service, which predicts that abnormally moist ground conditions and unseasonably high river levels in the upper Midwest could increase the risk of flooding in the spring. IEMA Acting Director Alicia Tate-Nadeau says flood risk is not limited to river communities. She also points out that it takes 30 days for flood insurance policies to take effect, and she encourages people to review and buy plans now to protect themselves in the future. Last year, more than 33 counties in Illinois experienced serious river flooding, affecting roughly 2 million residents. Well, starting next school year, if a high school student's grade point average is in the top 10% of their graduating class, they can automatically be admitted to several Illinois public universities. Peter Medlin has more on this pilot program. For small high schools where rankings wouldn't be as strong an indicator, students would have to achieve a 3.5 GPA. The four-year pilot program also requires students to meet the SAT or ACT standards of the school they're looking to attend. Some education advocates see direct admission as a way to bolster enrollment. They also say it could help close equity gaps for first-time and minority students. But a few of the state's largest public universities, like the University of Illinois and Illinois State University, will not be a part of it. Republican State Representative Mark Batnick supported the plan. That gives kids something to strive for if they, if they know that going in during their high school years and they know the school that they want to go to. Batnick says he wants to introduce similar legislation for U of I. I'm Peter Medlin. Democratic presidential candidates Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden are coming to eastern Iowa this weekend. Biden plans to appear today at the National Motorcycle Museum in Anamosa at 1 p.m., then travel to the Delaware County Fairgrounds in Manchester for a 5 p.m. rally. The former vice president is scheduled to campaign at the University of Dubuque tomorrow morning, that's Friday at 10 a.m., followed by a late afternoon event in Independence. 
and Sunday night he'll host a rally in Davenport. Tonight, Sanders is scheduled to hold a town hall meeting in, in Muscatine at 6.30 in the Black Pearl Cafe. On Friday, Sanders will hold a town hall at the National Motorcycle Museum in Anamosa at noon. He'll host another town hall in Dubuque on Saturday at noon at the Dubuque Senior High School. For WBIK, Quad Cities NPR, I'm Herb Tricks.